0: Ladies and gentlemen, you're about to witness some scenes from the next attraction to play this theater. This picture, truly one of the most unusual ever filmed, contains scenes which under no circumstances should be viewed by anyone with a heart condition or anyone who is easily upset. We urgently recommend that if you are such a person or the parent of a young or impressionable child now in attendance, that you and the child leave the auditorium for the next 90 seconds. Greetings, my friends,
1: and welcome to another episode of the Video Nasty Project, the series that brings you 39 of the most perverted movies that sickos like you and me really want. Tonight. All right, I'm sorry. It's another Jess Franco film. We gotta get through these things. Tonight, we bring you. Devil Hunter. Buckle yourselves up, kids. This is going to be a real rough ride. Let's check out the trailer.
0: What's the reason for your visit here, Miss Crawford? We're checking out locations for our next film. Who are you? What do you want from me? Get out of here once! Ah! He won't come up with the dough. He couldn't care less about her. He'll pay you can bet your life he'll pay.
2: Why don't we send him a piece of her?
0: That'll convince him to pay her. Huh? What do you think?
2: <laughs> That's our island.
0: There's a tribe in the
2: island sacrifice human beings. The victims are usually young girls and they eat their hearts. <laughs>
1: And that was Devil Hunter. Oh fuck this movie! I'm sorry. I'm I'm tipping my hand for the uh, for the at the end of the episode.
2: It wasn't Cannibal Ferox. It wasn't.
1: Like well, okay, it wasn't step up from Cannibal Ferox. I mean, I can't even begin to. Okay, so it starts out with in. The, so you've got this this island of natives. Who apparently do nothing but dance around naked and sacrifice uh, women, white women, to their uh, bug-eyed well, the cannibal go- monster woman. god.
0: First one is a black woman.
1: So, well, but they, they but they say they have a propensity for white meat. That's the that's legend true. of legend of the islands.
2: Hey, where are the white women at?
1: And so you have this island of natives that occasionally feed uh, uh, women to their their bug-eyed cannibal sex god. And then, so th- it opens up with th- them chasing this girl through the jungle, apparently doesn't want to be sacrificed.
0: Can you blame her? That's a fair yeah. point.
1: <laughs> and then they jump over to somewhere in the South Seas. It actually looked like Malibu Beach, but obviously it wasn't because they couldn't afford to go to California. And you've got this blonde starlet in the back of this convertible waving to her fans, even though there's like nobody paying attention to her. And she so, and they keep cutting back and forth between the two, and that bit's actually kind of clever. And I mean, the first time I saw this, is like, "Hey, that's actually not a bad editing
0: bit." In, in my opinion, cinematography wise, that's the best bit of the film.
1: Yeah, I was thinking, okay, this movie can't be that bad, and then it
0: goes straight into the toilet.
1: So, then I guess so they they cut to. The girl, the, the native girl, they capture the girl, they take her to this stake in the woods where Bug-Eyed Cannibal Monster God uh, comes and uh, eats her stomach. Meanwhile, so you've got young Starlet uh, being kidnapped by uh, Lee Marvin and her his cronies. Mm-hmm. Yes. And... Somehow they managed to get her from the South Seas, or from the the South Seas Islands to the native island without being noticed,
0: and then. I get the impression it's not all that far of a distance, like a a boat ride away.
1: Yeah, Uh, yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, they did they did right on their sailboat there, so I guess it can't be that far to get
0: there. Yeah, it's it's like they're in a country that has some wild bits, and they've just sailed off. To find this isolated island to wait out their uh, ransom demand. Right, and so
1: they ask they ask the uh, movie producer for six million dollars to uh, get their starlet back, mm-hmm. and then they get um, low low rent uh, Nick Nolte and his weird accent sidekick to fly out in a helicopter to their location, and they make the swap. But they try and you s- slip the fake money deal with, like, here's a $100 on top, and then a whole bunch of fake money underneath. And meanwhile, the bad guys are all like, we don't want to give up the girl, so we're going to uh, shoot you. And there's a brief action scene. Everybody gets away, and then they kind of wander through the jungle for the next hour and a half.
2: And you've got, you know, freak out guy, who's like,
0: damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it! What a fucking awful place. Flowers, shit. Uh, shit! Best call,
2: part of the movie. I call him the you know. cussy guy. Yeah, the cuss- he's cussy having like a cussy fit, you know? Yeah. And every, he's freaking out because he doesn't want to be in this jungle. He's afraid of everything and everything that moves and everything that doesn't. And yeah, then he has a know?
1: head fall on him, so that's kind of appropriate for him to freak out. Yeah.
2: And, and, and of course, you've got this hammock strung up between a couple of trees, so, so Imitation Sandal can, uh, you know... Sit there and watch. You oh know, yeah, as Cibble as uh, yeah, Nick Nolde yeah. uh, rapes
1: the, uh, rapes uh, the Lee hero. Marvin, Lee, Martin, the, the, Lee Marvin, I that. Lee yeah. Marvin rapes the uh, rapes the, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the the young starling, the,
0: the young civilian. What kind yeah. of woman watches that willingly? Saddle, oh, because yeah. she, cause Markman, she's a freak. Because yeah. she's a freak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I still thought that was freaky. That was the weirdest thing about. Oh, that and then and then sequence.
2: you've got then you've got this kind of H.R. Giger looking giggling idiot with you know a gun. All he does is kind of just giggle occasionally maniacally. <laughs> oh. while they're spying on the uh, the cannibals, you know, they and they're they not the cannibals the
1: natives are not cannibals the it's only the, cannibal is the, 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 god, is the bug-eyed eat. sex god thing
2: yeah All I, I would balk at actually calling him a god I'd call him more like just either some guy who's become a zombie in, the, in terms of has hypnotized himself with some kind of you know, liquid or powder or something like that and wanders aimlessly. Or he's undead.
1: Or, well, I mean, there, there's some sort of weird psychic connection between the zombie bug-eyed monster god and the, the priestess beast. of the village. Yeah. So there's obviously some sort of supernatural to this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But...
0: They never explain it. I they, mean, well,
1: they never explain the monster. They never yeah. explain They don't explain anything, anything. really. Yeah. You see... You think that this is in fact being largely incoherent? No, no. This is in fact what the movie is. It's all over the place. It's like trying to talk to a drunk dude and get a movie synopsis out of him as he's just kind of wandering over everything. Pa- characters arrive and disappear without a trace. There, you don't know who the hell is who. There's double crosses and triple crosses. And,
2: yeah, and and then and then and then uh, pilot guy you know, has the cheesiest accent in the world and says some of the best inappropriate lines or maybe vaguely appropriate but just delivered with a holy shit, what the fuck? kind of just ineptitude. And his accent changes, too. And it, it's, yeah, uh-huh. it's in the dubbing, you know. Well, obviously. yeah, no, the, yeah, the, the, dubbing, the dubbing in an
1: Italian movie is generally terrible anyway, but this was absolutely horrible. Yes. It, the, the, so the acting was bad, probably, and the dubbing was it, even worse. So. And this is,
2: this is a Spanish-French-German co-production, so one wonders what kind of crap was going on behind the scenes here, you know, that would lead to, you know, this eventual thing. And, you well, know, part of
0: it is I think Franco just didn't have his heart in it. And yeah, that was much was obvious. Yeah, he, he, just he was, didn't he was give gone. a damn about anything. He except was being, the, uh naked
2: women. Well, he was being pushed to, to, to participate in the whole cannibal thing, which everybody was doing at the time, mainly the Italians. And so, to a lesser degree, the Americans.
1: But the problem is, the gore was terrible. The gore Ugh. was just, you know, okay, lie here. We're gonna put leaves all over your body so you think that you know it's a decapitated head. And then we'll put some tempera paint on you, and then kind right. of maybe take some uh, some intestines that we got from the butchers and wave it around. Okay, you.
2: you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of back in the old old days. If you had a super eight camera and you wanted to make a little movie, you and your friends would get in the kitchen, or preferably in the garage. You know, you would put shit on, then you run out in the street on a cold day. You'd fall down, you know, you get back up, you go back in the garage put more stuff on, wash, rinse, repeat. You know, you say, well, that's good. You know, you look all nice and bloody. Remember the old days of oh, yeah. food coloring and all that shite.
1: But the thing is, when you're doing this with your you know, eight millimeter camera, you can only afford one or two film reels. This thing drags on for like an hour and 42 minutes. There is no reason for this movie to be this long. Mm-hmm. Trim it down to a nice 70 minutes, get in and out, boom. Okay, Franco, you're a freak, so show your titties and show your pussy, and get the hell out, boom, done. And this would have been a much better movie. If they
2: just made two separate movies, one with tits and ass and dick, and that would have been fine, and then the other with the wannabe, you know, Alan Quartermann, The Last City of Tit, you know, something like that, where they just run around. But the problem
1: is, unlike The Beast and Heat, you can't really separate the two, because if you remove (laughs) the one plot from the one, then there's not enough material in the other to bolster the movie. So really, you can't
0: do that. Yeah, it Fuck. It just need, it just needs trimming. It needs editing. Um, first off, I have no problem with nudity. There was a lot of nudity in this film, but it. frankly, the close-ups on yes. body parts yes. was. A bit extreme.
1: The extended close-ups, it's not so much, okay, I'm just going to zoom in on the on the badge. It's, I'm going to zoom in on the badge and hold for 15 seconds, hold for 20 seconds. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to put the camera right up her butt and hold for, you know, an extended shot. Yeah,
0: inappropriate. Just, you know.
1: To be fair, you mentioned it earlier, th- there is in fact plenty of penis going around, so th- for... It may be a sexist film, but it's an all all gender sexist film. Mm-hmm. It applies nudity to everybody.
0: Yeah, I'll grant you that.
1: But yes, there are pornos that have less boobs and tits and
0: and ass than this movie. And does. more plot. Yeah, and more plot. More um, actual plot. There there were scenes with involving nudity that were actually nicely done. The dancing, I liked all the dancing bits. Um, the the waterfall bit. The starlet in the bath, those were all okay, but come on, Franco, I mean, shoot, he just really, really, really likes naked women. And if I was a bit more uptight about this, I would be offended. But fortunately, in this modern day, nudity really isn't all that objectionable. Unless
1: you're the MPAA, which would have thrown this movie right on its
0: ass. Oh, definitely, definitely.
1: So the problem that the movie has, well, okay, one of the many, many problems that this movie has is it has no idea what it wants to be. In the UK, apparently, it was sold as a it was sold as an action flick. Mm. In but is it an action flick? Is it a monster movie? Is it uh, exploitation flick? Is it porno? Is it you know a jungle movie? A jungle movie? Is it a cannibal movie? It doesn't know. We don't know, and so it's too many.
0: Well, and also the action is
1: weak. And you didn't like uh you didn't like uh Mustache Man doing the uh, the tumble rolls for
0: about 30 seconds of while they were shooting at him with the machine guns. That actually was that actually was better. But um the fight sequences at the especially at the end in the water was just like Oh come on, my grandmother could fight better than that.
1: I loved how you were comparing that to uh, Her Majesty, their Majesty Secret Service. Service. Yeah, that was Her Majesty's Secret Service of George Leeson, but he had a stroke <laughs> and couldn't yeah. move half his body.
0: <laughs> yeah, I swear. I mean And then shoot. he says, you know, this definitely happened to the other fellow. Yeah. And and some of the some of the kills were done like just like slow mo, it's like Oh yeah, that would just leave a bump on the person's head, not kill them.
1: I'd going to gently tap your head against this rock. Yeah, and the thing is, it's the and none of the watermelon, of, and none of the kills stood out at all. I mean, okay, usually we'll go through here and we'll say, okay,
0: what was your favorite kill?
1: I don't think we have a favorite kill in here because they were all so bland
0: and terrible. I have a favorite kill. All right, what's your favorite kill? My favorite kill is the one you don't see. It's off camera. It's it's Cussy guy. Oh right. You hear him screaming in the woods. It's left completely in your imagination. And then the other guy stumbles in, well, stumbles under his body, and then the head falls off, and, and, and then no. the head yeah. falls off and, and covers him with red paint.
2: And the thing is, I, you know, if they'd killed everybody, you know, all the bad guys except that guy, I would have been happy. He, he was my favorite of the bad guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was funny. He was abrasive. He was hyper. I mean, he's he's on his back in the jungle here, surrounded by plants, having a total fucking freak-out, like some kind of acid flashback, almost unconscious with fear, apprehension, maybe he's drunk too much. I was like, what the fuck happened to this guy?
1: Everybody was having a flashback, because uh, Pilot Sidekick guy, in fact, he gets into the jungle, and the first thing he does is, oh my god, I'm in Nam! Ah."
0: He completely freaks out and has to have medicine to calm down. Yeah, he he needs to take his uh, stress relief pill. Yeah. His
1: pill. Mm Mm-hmm. So did you have a favorite kill at all? Eh, no. Now, I Never. might go Pungy Pit just because it was so out of the well. Word. Okay,
2: if if I have to go with things that make me happy, then Hyena Boy getting you know getting killed, the bargain basement, you know HRG or look alike, you know getting it in the Pungy Pit. That was it. All
1: right, no, I'm gonna change my change my vote. No, no, the, my favorite kill just because it was so hamfistedly staged was the actual death of the ping-pongs Campbell sex god because it's this he they the, the, the uh, cuz um oh yeah whoop. Yeah, he does the the foot lift over him as they kinda well first the first of the fight is he's you know, he's got him in this half Nelson and he's waving him around and so his dick's all floppy and he's all like and that just misses so so embarrassing. <laughs> and then then they grab him and cannibal sex god starts slamming him into a rock like this, and then he does the foot thing and flies over the camera, and then he just kind of and then you see this vague body fall, and then you cut to the the rocks below. And the, it was so ludicrous. I got to go with that. And the thing head.
2: is, he's just Franco just told him, okay, just do yeah. this towards the camera. That's your fall. Mm-hmm. You know, can't miss. You know, I I mean, this guy is the fucking you know Kareem Abdul Jabbar of this movie. He's got the you know the whole you know Kareem going at, with Bruce and trying to step on him with the with the Kareem feet. We got exactly that times about four shots of the same thing.
1: And oh and we forgot to mention so he in, in order for our hero to climb up to the uh, the the giant uh, the giant sex god monster beast uh, yeah it's they take the camera and they turn it into Adam West all of a sudden it's on its side and he just kind of cl- crawling around along the rocks and they just have
0: grass growing horizontally
1: uh, you know. Okay, ignore the grass because not everybody is a nature nerd like you. Gravity does not lurk, work like that. He is kind of hanging on with like his knees. Yeah. Knees do not work like this.
0: <laughs> oh, and, and, and another another really good one was um when the the gunf when they're trying to do the exchange for the the money for the starlet mm-hmm. and gunfight breaks out. She freaks out, which is a reasonable reaction. Fantastic. But She runs completely the wrong direction. She should have run towards the helicopter, the way to escape. But no, she goes completely, Completely away from the helicopter.
1: I didn't even notice that she had gone It just like the character just kind of fell off the map until it was required for the Oh, hey, where's the starlet? You know ten minutes later I didn't even notice her running away
2: from the fight. I wondered why the hell she was going in the wrong direction Then I realized that she had gone towards the helicopter She would have also gone plunging into the sea had to jump out of the damn helicopter They all
0: would have had to swim back and oh, know, that's right. They stuck. had to run away for plot convenience.
1: Well, that and she had to go get captured by the giant sex penis god monster thing.
0: Well, that too, but um... oh, and there's also other bits where where you see artifacts in the in the shot. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where where when when Starlet's getting hauled off by by Bug Eye God, you can clearly see there's like a camera case or something on the ground in the background.
1: Or the time that they tied up one of the uh, the, the the bad guy women in the cave, and so. um... So she's she's balancing this rock on her foot to get up so she can bash the lock and get away, which is a reasonable escape attempt. But as they're doing the slow pan up of her juggling the rock, you can see A, the natives have carved their names apparently in the rocks or in, in the tree in, in the, the, bamboo, the, tree, in the yeah. bamboo behind them, because that's what natives do and apparently. Using
0: na- using English and and, and uh and Regular European style lettering. Apparently,
1: the natives are called Emeka or something like that. Yeah. And then, so she's trying to get the. She's got this rock in her hands, and you can clearly see that all she has to do is that, and she's free, ignoring the padlock. It's such a.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what was the other one that was. Um... Oh, yeah, the, um, the villagers. This is another good one. Villagers are amazingly multi ethnic. They, they're apparently they're black. They're mostly mostly, except but, yeah, for mostly. the
1: Chicanos and the I mean, white the, dude yeah. and the guy who looks like he's from Abba.
0: But yeah, know, I, I, know. I, I mean this
2: could. I mean, like I said before, that could easily be explained away if they lived in in say Rio, some place yeah. where there are like everybody, because everybody there is considered, you know, it's Brazilian. never established what country they're in.
0: But even though they
2: shot it in Spain and Portugal. Yeah. So
1: they, they could have said, you know, I'm tired of the civilized life. I'm going to go uh, live my life with the, the natives out in the country.
0: Yeah, it's perfectly... And perfect
1: that's perfect. why they they have dudes coming along to carve their names in the bamboo in the cave because the outsiders... Okay, that kind of makes sense. You know, damn I mean, you, f- Franco, for making sense. <laughs> or, uh, for, or damn you for making
0: us make sense of your fucking movie. The locations are nice. I liked... I like every place that they filmed in.
1: I'll give it that. The jungle looks pretty good, and I'll admit that Franco has a directoral eye. Okay, ignoring the fact, and I'm not going to put this clip in here because there's no way I'm going to show you a close up of some guy's junk. But so the native girl is wiggling on the on the mats, and he zooms in through the. Chieftain's legs, and so it's a kind of James Bond uh, free rise only uh, sh- uh, po- movie poster shot, and so that's kind of artistically done. I mean, aside from the guy's ball sack hanging right there at the top of the screen, and there's a couple of other instances of he's shooting, he's shooting through the the, the bushes. It's a little artistic, so he doesn't have a bad
0: eye. Oh, and the the the, the location cereal. sets in the settle in the civilized areas are. Well done. I mean, there's some beautiful hotels and and other settings in the in the in that part that are well done. Yeah. So the,
1: so the location scout did his job. And some yeah. of
2: the cinematography in the jungle is just really spot on. I mean, great wide shots. You oh know, yeah. Uh, yeah. And a lot of really interesting flora in that jungle. Right. There's like some really great large, you know, plants and stuff. Huge. Oh, I love the big, big ferns. You know, the just huge leaves. Yeah. Look so, like-
1: I suppose from a technical standpoint, it's not a badly shot movie. It's just an unhinged, coherently written movie.
0: Yeah, it's a bit unhinged. They needed to go through and, and clip out all the little dumb artifacts that they left in there, but,
1: eh, oh well. When you have a week to shoot a movie, you don't care about, get, about, oh my god, we have a grip standing in the shot. No, you just need to get 500 feet of film in the can that day and be done. Mm-hmm. As for, did we like this movie? Fuck this movie. Fuck this movie. I'm... Fuck, fuck, fuck. I did not like it. Did not, not at all. Too long, too gratuitous, too
2: boring. Too... Did not like. Hmm? So I'm in the middle ground. I guess I liked the nudity for the most part. I mean, it could get gratuitous at times, but... Yeah, it was boring. It was overlong. It was overlong by about an hour. You know, if it had just been the nudity and they would just been say, this is a bunch of new people running around, I would have said, okay, knew what I was getting into and said, I'm having fun. The rest of it, fuck it. No. You know, Indiana Jones, this ain't. You know, so I'm kind of.
0: With me, I'm. I would give it, if I already have a letter grade, I would give it a C minus. It's a meh for me. It's, it's like, there's parts of it that I enjoyed, but most of it was just like, eh, it needed, some things needed drastic improvement. Others needed a little bit of improvement. It was too long. The pacing was, oh my God, terrible. Um, but on the other hand, there were a few things that were worthwhile.
1: Well, I mean, Jess Franco didn't want to do it, and I mean, it very clearly showed that I'm here for a paycheck, fuck it, let's just get this movie done.
0: Yep. We'll show some naked women, and that'll make me happy, and of course, Jess Franco loved his naked women, but, you know. So, does it belong in
1: the video nasty
2: list? Fuck no. no. This, this is like an, R, an R-rated you know, titillation film.
1: You know, I think the MPAA would have an objection to Big Floppy Cock flying around in the last half of the movie, so that might push it into the NC-17
2: X rating.
0: Plus all the close-ups of vaginas. But, yeah. you know, yeah, generally... But it... Maybe,
2: but then there's movies like Prospero's Books, which is nothing but every actor and actress in there naked for, like, a majority of the film, and that's considered an art house film, and it's just like, oh... Yay, you know, naked people. And it got good reviews from what I remember.
1: All right, so one of the other problems in the movie is that the gore was ridiculously weak. It was basically like your the, the head falling off the guy was basically, let's take some tempura paint and splash it in his mouth. And like the, the intestines being ripped out of the girl is basically stolen straight from Herschel Gordon Lewis. And hey, I've got these intestines from a butcher shop. I'm going to lay it on you and then kind of roll them around on you so that it looks like I just got your stomach open.
0: Yeah. Um, the the deaths were, must when when you have a horror movie and you do death scenes, it's supposed to make you go ah, you know, make you flinch, make you make you feel kind of sick at about it. This this movie didn't do that with any of the deaths. The makeup on the on the monster god is absolutely oh, dreadful. Jesus!
1: You know it. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. well no. So it, it, at any distance, it would have been terrible. But if you're going to, in fact, take two ping pong balls, stick them to the, uh, stick them to your actor's eyes, and then like do some kind of weird putty thing with like bristles sticking out, don't do a close up on it, because you they didn't even bother with the joints. They just kind of put the silly putty on and made it kind of the same flesh it color was, as the dude. It's
2: awful. It's 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 horrible. You know, it's like some weird ritualistic scarification thing produced some weird kind of outcropping of, Yeah, you know, I'm doing my Cannibal Holocaust thing here now. It, you know, it's it's just, there's no way to explain how bad this is unless you actually just look at a picture. And the,
0: and the thing is, the actor that they selected for the role was actually, I mean, first off, the guy is big. He's yeah. ripped. Well, they he's just... got a good uh, muscular I guess
1: they just found like a gymnast or something that was in the neighborhood and, and Franco said hey you want to be in my movie he said eh, all right you got to take your pants off yeah all right and then he got to wear these ping pong balls over your eyes and like, eh, whatever yeah <laughs> it's a paycheck. So it's not the title because the title is pretty inoffensive. The Devil Hunter, that's not it. The box art for the v, uh, DVD, the box art for the VHS, that's inoffensive. It's just a dude with a gun. The So there's little to no gore. I don't know what could have triggered people
2: off on this. I think they just took it as a thing in a theme, you know, and just said, oh, well, it's got devil in it, you know, in England, you know, Church of England, blah, blah, blah. The, big the only cannibalism thing was, going from on, the, uh, you know?
0: was from the monster. I yeah.
2: mean... Yeah, this is strictly substandard stuff from Jess Franco, you know, compared to Oasis of the
0: Zombies. Yeah, like that was a harsher movies. film to watch than Yeah, this. and there was
2: a lot more screaming in that. It was more sustained, and it was like, oh, God, can it just stop? Whereas here, it was annoying as fuck, but it didn't go on forever. No. And for me, sometimes... I like to wander too- around.
0: Well, There's moments where it just feels exploitative, but it's so mild and just, like...
1: Uh. All right. So uh, case dismissed. It's a, it's a harmless movie. Uh. And that's another just Frank a flick in the can. We got one more of his coming up, but that's not for a while. So don't worry about it. Be sure to click the button right here. That'll be showing up any second now. So you can subscribe and check out next week's episode when we get something else off the shelf.